Hey friends, and welcome to our first ever Shoot Proof podcast, episode 001. We're really excited that you're here, and we're excited to be providing these podcasts as a resource to some of our favorite people in the world, photographers. Uh, today I want to share an interview that we did with Philip and Eileen Bloom. Um, the Blooms are wedding photographers based out of Athens, Georgia, right down the road from uh, our offices here in Atlanta. And um, they're passionate about telling unforgettable stories through their images. Um, they also have a commitment to uh, deep relationships, which we really admire, and they have an in-person sales model that works really well for them. And so today that's going to be the focus of our podcast. Uh, so let's dive in. So, Philip and Eileen, thank you guys so much for being here and uh, taking the time to talk with us today. Yeah. Our pleasure. Um, it's awesome to be here. Yeah, thanks. Um, we'd, we'd love to talk about in-person sales with you guys because um, it's something that you guys are proficient at, that you have expertise in, and it's something that not everybody does. Um, so I'd like to know, to begin, uh, how did you guys come to the decision that you were going to do in-person sales uh, at, rather than kind of taking the traditional shoot-and-share approach? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hit the, the nail on the head in that um, the typical way, the most common way that a lot of photographers, um, especially early in their businesses, um, do things is just to deliver intangible images online. And certainly, um, what's what's funny to me and kind of counterintuitive is that uh, Shoe Proof has been great and, and just sort of encouraging and asking us questions and listening to us about the way we do things because typically a lot of those you know, online gallery type uh, services that would aspire to do what Shootproof does, um, a lot of them are preaching, you know, uh, use our product this way because that's, they're about online, you know, passing along images from one place to the next. Um, and honestly, I think as human beings, uh, it's natural for us to take the path of least resistance, you know, putting, just putting images online and that whole shoot and share culture that has built up around it is appealing because it seems like that is the easiest way. And, and the opposite of that, of like actually meeting people in person to do sales, well, for one, I'm not a salesperson. For two, even if I were a great salesperson, that's just you know heavy in terms of the, the time investment and that right. sort of thing. Um, so there's a lot of objections to it. And it's certainly something that's in a new uncharted frontier for a lot of people. Um, but what we found to answer your question, um, was in the early couple years of our business, um, we were just following the crowd. We were kind of swimming with the school of fish that said, um, you know, work from home, keep a distance between your client, put things online. And we were editing around the clock. Our little girls were looking at the backs of our heads while we worked. We were barely making ends meet. Um, and we finally decided we can't do this. Uh, if, if we're going to make this any kind of business at all, uh, we can't survive doing this. It's no quality of life, um, and it's 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 no kind of income like it ought to be. Yeah, we were working so hard but yielding so little profit. Mm. We're just like, what what is wrong? What's wrong with our model? Something needs to change. So luckily, Eileen is a business school major. I have a knack for it and understand um, marketing and that sort of thing. And so we decided, okay, we kind of fell into this business by accident. We're at the early stages of it. Let's sit down and really take sort of assess uh, what we're doing right and wrong. Most of it we were doing wrong. <laughs> and, um, and let's really apply some business principles. Let's apply the pro scientifically proven methods of, of reaching people, of, uh, of selling without having to be salespeople. 
um, just creating an awesome environment that people feel comfortable and sell, sell to themselves. Um, and once we, we implemented a lot of those principles and started doing in-person sales, um, yeah, the, I mean, doing in-person sales takes a little bit of time. Like we, we're spending uh, an hour or two during a sales session with our clients. But the, what that yields is so much more, for one thing, monetarily, um, so much more than we could make spending two hours anywhere else uh, in our business. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, in-person sales accounts for, I think we just did the numbers, is 67 or 70% of our profits now. Wow. Is these product sales. Um, and so not only that, but it also yielding this whole great side of our business, which we always wanted, which is relationships with our clients. Yeah, making those connections. Yeah, more contact with them and just getting to know them better. Very cool. I want to go back to one thing that you said. Um, You said, you know, uh, you're able to, and I'm paraphrasing, but you're able to sell without being salespeople. I think one of the the fears that people have about in-person sales is that, uh, you know, oh, I'm not a good salesperson, or I don't like the f- the feeling that I get when I'm selling someone something. But you guys have related sales to how you serve your clients. Can you talk a, yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do you want to yeah. start on that when you? Yeah. I was just gonna touch on um, so without being salesy people, uh, it all really starts with just the structure of your pricing. So what you want to do is artificially inflate the a la carte pricing to mm. where it drives your clients to the bundled packages that are discounted. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, it's not like something that we made up. It's something you see everywhere you go, whether you go to uh, McDonald's and you're like, I want a Coke and a fry and a Big Mac. Um, <laughs> and you look at the menu and you're like, oh, it costs less to get the bundle, you know, to get the, the what do they call it, a meal deal or something? Sure. I've been to McDonald's for <laughs> um, But in, in fact, you're basically getting the Coca-Cola for free. So, you know. I drink water and be healthy, but I can get a free cup. <laughs> but it, it, whether it's that low-end experience or whether you're going into you know, uh, a fancy clothing store to buy a suit or something like that, um, there always you can always buy items um, a la carte with no sale attached. And essentially, there's so many options, you, you don't know where to go. And studies show how people, when they can't, when the decision isn't presented to them easily, they just end up making no decision at all and withdrawing. Um, so when instead you offer a few very simple, the, the best thing you can do is simplify your menu, mm-hmm. um, your sales menu in a, in a, in a sales session to uh, just a, three or four options. And every one of those packages, it's not like different things that you can choose from. Every one is identical to the others, except for as you go up the package you know, uh, ladder basically, um, you have bigger products and higher quality products. Yeah, so the size and quality is what drives you to the higher packages. And and all of these are discounted bundles in which once once they purchase these at the discounted price, you're still making the correct amount of profit that you should for your time and so forth, which comes down to in, in numbers form if people are taking notes, you you generally want your cost, um, of, goods cost of goods to be, to be no more than 15 to 20% um, uh, of the of the sale price, and so okay. that's that's how you know that you're not taking advantage of anyone. Even though we tend to like, oh, I don't want to ask that much. You know, make sure you're setting your prices right, um, and not just based on how you feel about them. Right. Gotcha. 
Okay, cool. Um, what do you, you know, maybe there's somebody out there that's saying, I love the idea of in-person sales, but I don't know if it's right for my business. Um, what would you say, you know, who is in-person sales right for and who is it maybe wrong for? Anybody doing portraiture. Yeah. So weddings, engagements, uh, portrait, family portraits, any portraiture, I think it's right for them. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, this is kind of coming down on a, probably coming down, stepping on some people's toes because uh, some of our close friends who are um, very successful as wedding photographers um, kind of speak to the other side of this coin, which is, you know, just ask enough up front and, um, and then just don't worry about upselling or offering products down the road. Just ask enough up front and pass everything along to them in terms of digital negatives and that sort of thing. But the thing is, how many of us can even ask for a ton up front? You know, a lot of right. us are starting off um, with lower pricing. Yeah, so I mean, if you can make that work, mm -hmm. I, I would never, in, in most respects, there's a very few things that I feel like everyone should do because it's just the right way. But I'm very open to the fact that people do things different ways. Mm -hmm. If you can ask $10,000 a wedding uh, and then not have to take the time to sell stuff later, then great, there's no reason not to do that. But that's a very small sliver of anybody who can do that, who happens to be in the right market, who has things going to their advantage. Um, what we do, and we happen to live in a county um, which currently is rated as the highest poverty level in the United States of America, in Clark County. So um, although there is money there, an already small population in Athens is narrowed to a very small client base because so much of our population is impoverished. Um, so we're, what we're working really hard to do is to find the right clients um, and some of those are maybe median clients who have to be taught and educated a little bit about the value of what we do in order to come into um, the experience that we offer. And so for us and for most people um, where they are, it's important to be able to, um, to, to bring someone in with a, you know, for us it's like our starting package um, is $4,000 and that includes a wedding book. All of our packages include a wedding book. Um, but then when they come in and they start having the experience with us in person and they see the, the higher value items that we offer and that sort, sort of thing, then it's very easy to, through the experience, um, they feel convinced that it's, it's worth spending more. It's different when, than what they've seen elsewhere. Um, and essentially when it comes down to selling to them, um, we're not, we don't have to like harass them or harangue them until they buy something. Um, we just simply um, give them an experience and drop breadcrumbs along the way to, to lead them to what's valuable and they can make the decision. We don't have to, uh, in fact, and I, I'll let you ask the next question, but I just want to point this out. Like we, not only because we're not salespeople, but because philosophically we don't like that side of business a lot of times, we make a lot of very specific choices not to be salespeople. Hmm. So if it's our first consultation with a couple, we're, we're never practicing a lot of these things that we've been taught to do, like close to sale. We don't practice, all right, now is there anything that's keeping you from making this decision right now? Can we, if we offer this for a limited time, would you go ahead and book today? We don't do any of that. What we say is honestly, from our hearts, you know, Eileen and I never make a big decision until we have slept on it and talked about it, made that decision together. So we encourage you guys, don't sign any dotted lines with us here in person. Go home and, and think about it. And I don't know what our closing rate would be if we did it the other way around, but our closing rate is pretty darn high. Um, just being honest 
um, trusted advisors with the couples who we would potentially work with. So I feel like that works a lot better. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so for that same person who's like, I, you know, maybe maybe I want to try this out, um, but I don't know where to start. What would yeah. what would you say like the first step to, you know, starting in person sales is? Yeah. So. Um, our philosophy is if you don't show it, then you don't sell it. And so I would definitely start with getting some artwork items for, to display. So maybe a big canvas. So when clients walk into our studio or our, our consultation area, which is our home, yes, <laughs> they see just big prints on the wall. So immediately they're thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to need to display my images in my home. Um, and then also almost, almost all of you photographers have Lightroom and we just use Lightroom to walk people through um, their images. We show all their images through Lightroom, mark their favorites that way and that's the only software we use for our sales sessions. Yeah, so I mean we love that fact that we try to do this whether it's shooting equipment, whether it's you know equipment on the business side of things. Um, I'm a gear junkie like anybody else. Like I love the next. Listen, you have your iWatch on. <laughs> I love the. Uh, I love the next gadget. You know, I, I have fun with that kind of stuff. Uh, but when it comes to smart business sense, um, I don't. I don't want to have all the latest gadgetry. I want to have you know the couple cameras and lenses that I like, and I know how to use off-camera flash, and it doesn't have to be fancy. I can you know create good light with any basic flash. So you have those basics, and the same thing on the business side. Um, for us. Uh, it's just, basically we, we use Lightroom, which we're already editing our most of our photos in anyway. And we have Shootproof, which is kind of like our, uh, where we go for just so many things on the marketing side and the, and the sales side. Um, whether it's creating apps for our couples, which we've uh, tried to do in some really creative ways. Um, to, to just making their galleries available to family and friends after the in-person in sales event. Um, so, in fact... Uh, if, if we're not able to do an in-person sales, um, we call it a premiere because mm -hmm. it's the first time that they ever see their images. Yeah. Um, they, when they come into a premiere after an engagement or after a wedding, they can bring family and friends. We serve food and drink um, as a small part of showing them their images and just create a great experience. But we have couples sometimes who are photographing their wedding. You know, we photograph weddings in uh, the Philippines or London um, or you know, we're, we're based in, in Georgia and we recently shot one in Vail, Colorado. So with those couples, we're just simply, we're still sort of creating that same premise as an in-person sales session. When they're ready and they can, we know that they can set aside some time to really look at their images and consider um, what they want to do with them, then we schedule a Skype session with them. And they don't see their images online anywhere until that Skype session is scheduled. We simply get on with them. Um, we show them a slideshow of just our few favorite images to kind of lead them in the right direction and to get them excited about what they're seeing for the first time. Uh, and then we, even though we don't need to, it's pretty intuitive, we still just hold their hands and kind of show them how to use ShootProof as their, as their way of weeding the images down to their favorites. Um, we have them choose favorites and then go into their favorites folder and unmark some until they really find what's important to them. Hmm. Uh, and at that point, they see how many images they have as favorites. They know how many images fit in their wedding book that came with their package and they themselves can decide whether, okay, I definitely need to add pages to my book. Um, and if, as long as I'm doing that at, a dis, at an in-studio discounted price, um, those packages already come with an enlargement. So I just need to go ahead and pick which images I want for my enlargement. And it's, it's really a no-brainer um, at that point. They're, what, what essentially we're educating them about is the value of physical artwork. Um, because honestly, I mean... 
we've seen this over and over again historically. You know, different media, whether it's the eight-track tape or whatever, it comes into style, it goes out of style. Right. And everyone always thinks, oh, well, this is the pinnacle of our technology. You know, now, you know, our, our iTunes store, you know, we can, we can keep all of our images in our iPhoto library or whatever. It's going to continue to change. And people in our own family, we've seen this over and over again. Um, family members who got married, my sisters, I have twin sisters, they got married 15 years ago um, to, to the men who are their husbands now and they their weddings were shot on film um, and it didn't come with a wedding book. It came, actually, the rare thing about this photographer was she gave them the film negatives, you know, mm -hmm. they could go do what they wanted with them. They didn't ever do anything with them. We're finally <laughs> making a wedding book for them now, yeah. 15 years later. One of our first clients, um, the clients loved us. We gave them a great experiment uh, experience. <laughs> Um, we experimented on them at that point. But those, those early clients, um, we gave them a great experience. They loved us so much. They, this shocked us. We hadn't met them outside of work. They invited us to come and have dinner with them on their first anniversary. Um, a year, you know, we haven't talked to them for almost a year after their wedding. Yeah. And we come, we don't have, we want to give them a gift or something to say thank you. This is, wow, what an honor. And we just printed an 11 by 14 image from their wedding because mm -hmm. what else did we have to give them? We thought, you know, we'll have a wedding book by now and everything, and this won't be that special. But we go in, and they're so blown away by it. Like, We've like, never seen our you. images like this. It looks so good. We haven't printed it from Yeah, we don't have a, I haven't seen any yet. of these images. Like, you haven't seen your images. <laughs> you know, we, we handed a disc over to you right away after the wedding. But people, people will lose, basically, no matter if you're charging them only $1,000 for a wedding, you're, they're basically spending $1,000 for nothing. It's not a bargain. Mm -hmm. If they don't have something permanent and lasting, mm. um, and so that's that's at the heart of our business is creating that physical artwork and the value that it's going to be to children and grandchildren one day. Mm. Very cool. Well, cool. So we've talked about a lot about kind of what, what works with in-person sales, and um, uh, I'm curious: has there been anything in your experience, or you know, anything that you've heard uh, where people kind of got it wrong, where it didn't work, it wasn't it wasn't really uh, clicking for them, and and what would those things be? Yeah. Um, I feel like, what would you say? I feel like we had, we've had pretty good experience from the beginning because, because we kind of sat down and, and decided what we we're going to do very strategically. Um, but I, we've certainly tweaked some things and I've seen some big mistakes. One of those being what we touched on earlier, which is, um, a lot of people say, oh, I've tried packaging, but it didn't work for me. And it's because right. they had all these various packages to choose from, and it's that it's that same concept when there's too many options and people back out, um, and it's it happens universally over and over again. Um, but keeping your packages very simple and few, and making it all about all about products that you know appeal to everyone. You don't have to put your newest, coolest product in there. Put it in some kind of enlargement. And, um, yeah, for engagement sessions, we include one enlargement in each package, and then a certain kind of book, yeah, a so coffee table book, sizes and quality of book, and then small gift prints, so tabletop prints, eight by ten or smaller. Yeah, that's what we call our any small prints, and we still, when we produce a small print, um, anything that we produce physically, this is this is one of the things that I think has worked really well for us. Is um, our wedding couples get the digital negatives from their wedding? right away after mm -hmm. their wedding they come back from their honeymoon they come in for their premiere and we hand it to them physically in this beautiful custom-made wooden box with usb inside and everything like we've given everything over mm -hmm. some people think well then how are you going to get them to buy well because we never do anything that seems to be out of the interest of the couple so where where common sense might tell you 
don't give them the negatives until they bought stuff because you want right. to force them to buy things. You know, hold on to the negatives until their until their first anniversary. <laughs> yeah. But all those things you have to realize are, are creating a it's taste punitive. in the mouths right. of your all punitive type actions. Hmm. So you're either like I'm punishing you for a year until you buy stuff from me, you know, um, or there's a minimum purchase um, requirements, and unless you buy that, you aren't getting anything. Um, so what we don't want is our clients to ever feel that way. We want them to, and basically you'll find this in all businesses, people don't buy just products. They buy the experience and they, and they buy the brand. And for us, our brand is all about being that trusted advisor, telling them, hey, you know, if, if they're saying, I'd like to order some eight by tens, we're gonna say, hey, you know, you're welcome to order eight by tens from us. Um, if, if you do, they're gonna be beautifully retouched. enhanced and retouched, we're gonna have them mounted for you. Uh, but if you just want something that small, Print it from your digital negatives, you know? You can just buy it for the price of paper from somebody who sells paper, and that's all they do. Um, if you want to invest any money with us, you know, spend it on something really um, lasting and uh, valuable, some kind of enlargement that will, you know, sit in someone's home a gen couple generations from now, or a wedding book that'll be discovered and tell people, um, tell your grandchildren something about their roots and their history. That's what we create. And so we're not just camera operators clicking a trigger. A trigger. We're, we're literally um, artists who take an image from the first step where it's this flat raw image and we're gonna take it through and, and Photoshop and all that. We're gonna take it through and fine art edit it until it's a finished work of art. Um, and so just letting, guiding people, our clients, through the fact that we're not trying to just sell them anything. We're not just trying to make money, we're trying to serve them. Um, that's. Those, those have huge effects on the way that people want to support your business and want to um, basically enjoy the luxury items that you as a photographer offer. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, in closing, is, uh, is there anywhere that people can find you if they wanted to figure out who are, who are these Philip and Eileen characters? <laughs> Where can we go to, to find out about the, the blooms? Come visit us in Athens. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we are online at uh, bloomphotography.com. B-L-U-M-E. B-L-U-M-E, yeah. It's like the German flower. Blumma. <laughs> the angry flower. Um, but yeah, in fact, um, we have a, our website is in the process behind the scenes of being upgraded. So it should have some nice um, resources and things for photographers and, uh, pretty soon. Right now, you can actually go to the photographer's part of our website and download our free ebook um, and just stay connected to us through social media as well. Awesome. Yep. Well, thank you guys so much for yeah, uh, thanks, for being Graham. here, for sharing with our community, our and um, we will see you again soon, I'm sure. Yeah, thanks, guys. see you around. All right, thanks. see you. Peace cool. out. Well, a huge thank you to the Blooms for coming out and uh, being willing to share with us. We hope you enjoyed uh, that interview. Uh, if you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe in iTunes uh, so you can get the latest episodes when they're available. And if you have feedback, feel free to leave comments or send us an email, drop by for coffee. We'd love to see you. Um, you can find out more about Shootproof at www.shootproof.com. Remember, focus on what matters most, and we'll see you all next time. Music for the Shootproof podcast is provided by Triple Scoop Music.